In this episode, we are looking into small changes, changes you can make to improve your life. We are joined by Abina, who is heading this journey of small changes. Welcome to Free Talk. This is Aya. And this is Shani. We have a new episode of Free Talk every Monday. So subscribe to our podcast, like, share, rate five stars, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at freetalk.ca. Hey, my name is Abina, and I am a fitness enthusiast. I'm a self-proclaimed foodie, and I do love learning about new health and fitness trends and what's going on and how to make my body and everything that I do a healthier and stronger person. So today I am taking over this episode of Free Talk to share something that is so simple, so easy to do, which is called small changes. So it's just tiny changes that can lead to big results to help you get to your goal. Because it's all about self-discipline and changing your mindset. That is the ultimate goal. So it's basic small steps, small changes is basically taking your big goal and breaking them down into small manageable steps that are easy to do so that you are able to accomplish your big goal. Think of them as like tiny promises to yourself. What I do in order to remember how all these little promises I've made to myself, I put pen to paper. I believe in that 100%. Pen to paper is the best way to track your progress. It's also like instant gratification. Like when you get those dings from Instagram and Facebook, it's like checking something off a list. So or a little high five for yourself saying that, yes, I just did my 30 minute workout or I just did my 10 minute walk. So basically, um, how, how or why did you start this? Um, reason why, because I was trying to find a way to meet my fitness goals. I was trying to find a way to stick to them. And I discovered, I, in my research, I discovered about tiny habits, which helps you break down your goals into smaller goals to help you accomplish them. For example, something like, Brushing your teeth is something that we do automatically. So doing habits helps you continue on on your goal. Reason why I started with small habits because I was looking for a way to um, get to my ultimate goal, which is to be stronger and healthier and eat right. So I did a bit of research and I discovered that one of the things that we do it, to keep something going is keep on doing habits. So small habits just um, was just an addition to what I was already doing. So that's why I dis- I decided to start off with smaller habits to build up to bigger habits to get me to my ultimate goal. And it seems like there's um, a preparation needed, but once you get started, it gets easy. You've given us our little goals. <laughs> and uh, for this month, my goal was basically to um, keep up my regimen of working out. It hasn't been constant, um, unfortunately. And uh, it, I start off great. And then a little bit last month, or this month, sorry, um, it was, it's been come and go, come and go. So I'm trying to get back on track and trying to make it an everyday, even if it's just like you said, 15, 
10, it doesn't matter. Yes. Um, this you know. is where you would um, kind of set up yourself where you have your, your main goal, which is, yes, I want to walk 10 minutes a day. But also you could say, well, I'm going to walk 10 minutes a day for three times a week. But if I can't do the 10 minutes a day, I'll do probably five minutes of the Wii and be okay because today was, it changed. Your, your schedule changed today. So you're, you have to have that backup plan in case something happens. So that's where you build your ultimate goal, you break it down, and then you break it down again because life changes all the time. So you have to figure out, make it easy as possible so that way you can't tell yourself, no, I'm not going to do it because you have to remember that you made that promise to yourself that, yes, I'm going to work out at least three times a week, whether it's for that 10-minute walk or that three minutes on Zumba on your Wii or whatever you want to do, but have a plan A and a plan B. Because I used to go walking, um, especially during the summer months, I, I was walking all the time. And now that I'm not walking, I find like I'm back at square one, which is weird, because um, I should have I should have had um, some kind of um, other backup maybe. But um, my my knees are still weak, you know. Like it's I find it very funny. So it's it's up to it's up to me to um, get back into that uh yeah, start back slowly again like how you started probably if you started off at once a week and then after that because you're trying to build yourself this motivation because once you get that little win today i went out and i did that 10 minute walk tomorrow's going to motivate you to do it again so once you that's why tiny habits these small changes work even though you fall off you might think you fell off the wagon you didn't life happened but then you have say, okay, I'm going to start over again, or I'm going to start back from here and continue on. Because that's why, that's why I said pen to paper is amazing because you see your progress and you're like, well, last month I did this and this month I did this. And then the following month I'm going to do this mm -hmm. because you're building up these habits. That's going to help you. That's going to encourage you because you're like, yeah, last month I did five days. Mm -hmm. Now this month, okay, it didn't happen, but at least I did the minimum that I said I was going to do. Hi, it's Abina. You can connect with me on social media at Abina Mulrain, A-B-E-N-A-M-U-L-R-A-I-N. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I share tips on small changes, meal preps. I show you what I eat sometimes during the day. Um, I also share my fitness journey. Can't wait to connect with you all and help you on your journey. For me, with the small changes, uh, since we started this, I've chosen exercise, drink more water, and learn uh, how to write in Korean. Those were my main goals, and obviously working on this podcast. So putting pen to paper really helped because then it showed me how much time I'm spending on each activity. So in the case of exercise, I was doing it about three times a week. And then as the months progressed, I started doing it five times a week. And I want to stick to that. And yeah, you start off slow and then you get there. There are days where, you know, I, I miss a day or two just because life happens. But then I just put myself back on it to get back to exercise. Drinking water is easier during the week for me because I'm working. So it's constant. Like as soon as my cup is empty, I just go for another one, start again, start again. 
the fact that I'm working from home is great because I live close to a bathroom. So it doesn't matter how much I drink. But on the weekend, because of certain, sometimes I have to go out, that's where it kind of goes down. But I make sure I do at least four glasses a day. Okay. My goal is to do eight. So that's why during the week I push for that. But on the weekend, if I do at least half of that, mm -hmm. I still feel accomplished. And writing in Korean, I have to say in the first couple months, I was very consistent because I would put aside twice a week after work to write. Now that I have a bit more and other things on my plate, it, it's a struggle to get it done twice a week. So I do it as much as I can. It's just not as, as much as I want it. I wanted to. So that's the only, you know, kind of backslide I did in, in what I had to do. But one thing that really changed the way I look at it was um, Abina sent us a video where uh, the person said, whatever you want to do, tell yourself, tell your brain, you only need two minutes. Just do it. Do whatever you're doing for two minutes only. And then your brain will accept that because if you prepare, you know, I have to do this for an hour or two, you're going to stress out because you're like, I have to make time for it. But if you say two minutes, you have two minutes. There's no way you don't have two minutes in a day. And then what happens, I don't know if it happens to everyone, but what happened to me is that when I said I'm going to do it for two minutes, I end up doing it for like a half an hour or more. So it's just my brain is like, no, we're committing to two minutes. And then I go as far as mm -hmm. I can. That's what it is. It's it's like making these small little changes to help you get your get there. Um, like yes, having the ball of water next to you, it reminds you, it cues you in, it triggers something to tell you that okay, yes. What I've been working on is what I've been working on for a while, but I am I have my ultimate goal, which is um, my workouts adding more fruits and vegetables to my diet, like trying to make sure that I have at least all these um lovely lovely things in my diet water of course and yeah at one point i was doing some um some personal growth learning about how to set my mind up where it is willing to accept who i want to become and that's what i want to become which is a healthy <laughs> healthy fit person and very and strong so that's why I watch these videos to remind me that I can do big things and anything I set my mind to. So that's what I've been, I've been doing while you guys are doing this too, along with me. How do you ladies feel about the program? How is it going? I would say so far so good. Um, the only, like I said, this month has been a little bit of a struggle, but I have been on it. Um, usually I, I do post pictures. I know you guys have seen my pictures, but I, I just haven't had time. So I do, I do it and I go, <laughs> especially that time in the morning. I'm like, I, I no, <laughs> but other than that, uh, I think this program has been very good dealing with the other way of been doing things hasn't worked. And I find this has worked the most um, out of everything I've done, especially trying to get back on track, back, um, back on board, basically. For me, this program is the first one I'm actually motivated to do just because like the day before the month starts, I write out all the things that I want to do. I make sure it's on the calendar, well, on my drawing calendar. And seeing it for me, that's what helps me commit. So when I see, let, like when I said I backslided, let's say a day or two on exercise, when I look back at that calendar, I'm like, oh, 
and then I would add the weekend just to make up for it. So I just feel seeing it allows me to be accountable so that I can monitor my progress. And the thing is, every month when I'm finished looking at what I did accomplish, then in the exercise portion, I measure my waist, measure my arms, see the difference. Mm-hmm. And then I write it down. So then I know for next month, I either have to work harder or I'm at a good pace because it's mm-hmm. not about in the exercise uh, portion. It's not about dropping weight like crazy. It's more like maintaining what I have and then it'll go down slowly because I want it to be a healthy um, change Yeah, for me with uh, exercise. Water, I'm always trying to up it because the thing is, yes, water is good for you. So I... 90% of the time, my drink of choice, regardless of where I am, is water. And that, I think, was a great uh, difference because even when I was going to work, I drank water, but I never drank water like this. So I know I wasn't doing enough. So I'm, I'm thankful that I, I still keep track of that. And for doing any, I call it passion work, anything that I have to do, I'm writing a lot more so I can make sure that I could get as much done as possible. But for my passion work, it's not that I, I give myself too much leeway, but I give myself a little bit compared to the rest just because it's something I do on my time. Okay. So, and the fact that I can still track it is what's, what I still think it's fun. Because in the beginning, when we first did this, for the part where I put passion work, mm-hmm. I realized I was working on it every single day, like six days a week. And then I realized that's just too much. Like, yes, it's something that I enjoy doing, but mm-hmm. I'm giving too much time to it. So, that, so then I was able to cut it down because I actually saw what I was doing. Um, yeah, I didn't mention my other goal, um, which was to go to bed earlier. It happens. Sometimes. I would say mostly when it doesn't happen is mostly the weekend. But during the week, I've been pretty good on it. I've been... Um, well, it helps that I have to wake up at you know, 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I can't go to bed too late, like, you know, 2, 3 o'clock like I used to. So that doesn't work anymore. Um, it, ha- it has happened once or, or twice, but because of how I felt in the morning and then how non-productive I am during the day, I've, I've gone back to at least the latest 11 o'clock. So, yeah, that has helped. What, like, I've done, like, is set my alarm maybe not a half an hour earlier, but, like, for me, like, because um, I have to get Samara up at 5.30, sorry, 5.45, so I get myself up earlier to, like, 5.15 to do what I need to do, get myself prepared and awake, because <laughs> I'm a night owl, <laughs> I'm a night owl, so it's, 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 it's still taking some time, but... It's to get myself up and prepared to wake her up and deal with the drama that comes on, you know, after that and, and do my little workout that I do. What you were saying about setting the alarm, for me, I exaggerate a bit just because I start work at 8, sometimes 8.30, but I still do wake up at 5.30. Just because I'm the type of person who I need to wake up to reality before I wake up. So I need that extra time. And also with the gap of 5.30 to 8, I have no choice but to insert exercise in that spot because otherwise I'll just be sitting. So that's one reason why I wake up earlier. I wake Samara up, but I find that because of the way my morning goes, I'm up and down the stairs. So for me, that's leg exercise right there. (laughs) So that helps. (laughs) 
gosh. But I don't know if that counts, but that's what I, you know. Any, I feel any movement counts. Obviously yeah. do more, but any movement counts. <laughs> Some small changes that I've made um, would be either um, parking the car further away that I've done so I can walk up to the house or um, after school, park the car and then go pick up my daughter from school. That's one of the changes that I've done. Meal prep, which is a really, which is also key to getting into that, into um, helping you not have to figure out what to eat. Because if you've had it already done and it's set and you have your veggies cut, you would actually go eat them right away. Mm -hmm. So yeah, meal prepping on Sundays or even during the week, making sure I have those healthy snacks or those um, those healthy meals that not going to make me want to cheat. Well, not cheat, but indulge in other things that I should not be doing right now on save them for another day. I don't do meal prep, but I do do um, like a list of uh, what we're going to eat this week. Okay. A menu. Yeah. It's like I, I do a menu and um, I, you know, and I do that and I, I try to stick to it as much as possible. Yeah, so that helped too. That's part of it too. Yeah. Doing a menu, knowing what you're going to eat. So you're not guessing or you're not ordering out at the last minute. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like meal prep as well. But uh, yeah, when I went to work, the meal prep was a real situation. Like I had all my containers with mm -hmm. everything that I needed for the week. But doing meal prep at home for me is still a process of on Sunday, what's going to happen for the next couple of days. Mm -hmm. And then what I would do is I would chop up all my vegetables, put them in small bowls because they become snacks. And then any meat or fish that I would like to have during the week, I just have it prepared to cook. Yeah. Same thing with rice or whatever else I'm going to do. So it's not like a thorough meal prep as I did when I went to work, but it's still, I know what I'm going to eat. Otherwise, yes, I'm going to you know, at lunchtime, I'm going to starve and then I'm going to order something. So I truly avoid that. Yeah, that's so true. Because I I remember um, a couple, uh, last not last week, it was the week before that, I did so much rice and I realized I did too much rice. So I froze it. So this week, that's what we're using. You know what I mean? Like things like that is, it's it's been working out that way very, very well. And for a good meal prep, I think one of the key things is to make sure you have a list before you go to the groceries. Because if you go free falling, then you're either gonna pick up things that you're not supposed to, or you're gonna pick up everything, or you're gonna pick up nothing. And then you're, you're not gonna be prepared. Yes, and I, I think that has worked with me as well. Well, I've always done a list, but I've always bought more, of course. You know, you always buy more. But I've made sure I've stuck to my list. And what I realized is the grocery bill that I was saying, oh, it was $200. I realized in the last uh, couple of weeks, it's been, um, it's been lower because I stick to it. What's good is, um, well, when I was working, I would put like a bottle of water on my desk, table, counter, whatever, where you are, um, you see it often or you're passing by it often. So um, for me is because we're downstairs on the main floor, I'm always in the kitchen. I'm always, my water is finished. Like you guys mentioned before, and especially you, you said being home, you drink a lot more water. That's what I've done for myself. It's because I'm in the kitchen all the time. I have my main glass and it's on the counter and that's it. Once it's finished, it's refilled. 
That's gonna help you, Shetty, if you drink more water. <laughs> but I, that's the problem. I that's all I drink. Ask Anna. I don't lo- I don't like juice. I don't. I can't drink milk. So for me, the only thing I go to is water. But I find I don't know. Maybe because I, I injured it, but I never got it really fixed. Or you know, maybe I didn't exercise it enough. I don't know. But my knee yeah. is. I just got no. You know what it is? I got old. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, no. Shani, no. No, 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 no. That's not it. <laughs> but one other change that um I was thinking about that is more human related. It's something that we should do, but I feel that a small change that a lot of people lack is saying the basic good morning, good afternoon, thank you and please. And I don't know why that, well, it's my upbringing. It's just that when I don't hear that from people, I, I don't understand. It's I human courtesy. Either. I don't, I really don't. And the thing is like, even Samara, I noticed because she was at home more, I'm like, I'm like, no, you still need to say it. And when you enter the room, you are the one who's supposed to say it. Not the person sitting there where you met there. <laughs> oh my God. It, it drives me nuts. And this is how she was raised, but I don't know. It's because she's going through puberty, new high school. I don't know. So imagine you think of that with your daughter. Imagine with adults. Yeah, no, that's why I like my job because everybody says good morning, goodbye, thank you. I'm not saying thank you, please, but I like the fact, that's what I like about my job, that everybody says good morning in the morning when we come in. Yeah. Whereas my other job before, it was like, hey, what? <laughs> no, I can't stand that. We're gonna start this. I'm like, no, it's good morning. How are you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with that. There's a lot of people that stop saying that, but that's what I like about where I work right now. It's it's still a it's still that I would ha- unfortunately gonna say old school kind of upbringing <laughs> where everybody just says good morning and like you greet the person that comes in the room. Yes. Yes. You're coming into the room. You greet the person in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they greet you back, great. If they don't, too bad. That's yeah. their problem. At least you did your part. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, you know, I don't agree with that. Like, I will tell you good morning once. I will tell you good morning twice. After that, you're a ghost. That's just me. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe after the hundredth <laughs> time, because you know me, Ayanna. I, What's I, the thing? You're good. <laughs> yes, exactly. I try to be nice as much. Maybe after a hundred, I will stop. But like, which makes you a better person than me. I need to do it no. twice and then I'm done. It's just because it's a part of my human being business. You know, I'm like, no, this is not how I want it to be. I, I want know. to say something. <laughs> yes. And that's why I say you have evolved a lot more than I have. I could only tolerate so much. So I'll be like, good morning. Good morning. You didn't say it back twice. Okay. You will never hear me say it again. <laughs> a little story to that which is very funny my my older brother he's very rough and tumble he's not um um he says what he wants okay just put it nicely he says what he wants but he still has his core values like he still irons his pants and he still has his pleats in his pants like i don't get it but okay he still has some stuff right which is good but i remember one time he was living um near this guy and he was a motorcycler and he would say you know hey good morning nice bike and the guy would never answer him i mean like for a month or two and then i guess he got fed up (laughs) 
of my brother just continuously saying it until the day he finally said it. So it, that's where I, I think maybe I get my motivation from. That's all. No, no, no. I applaud you for it. I just can't do it with everybody. Today's quote is, small changes eventually add up to huge results. Like we mentioned before, I've never been a person who writes anything down. But because I got old, I had to write things down. So that has helped me. <laughs> that has helped me tremendously. And I, I didn't think it would it would work. Because when you first, you guys first did it, because I'm you guys are... You love doing that. I know you guys do. I don't. So when I realized the first month it didn't work, it didn't work for me. Like, yes, I was walking, but I wasn't doing anything else. I realized the second month, let me actually, no, the first two months, because I did, it was doing it two months before I did it. The, I showed you guys um, the, the list I did. And I was like, oh my gosh, it works so well. And combined with um how i do on my meal planning for the week um everything has been really really well um like you said life comes in so that's the only um issue i've had to um kind of regulate but other than that i find like that small change writing everything down works for me i'm a true believer in pen to paper honestly um i like apps too apps work as well to get everything done Wow. And this, this month, I decided to make promises to myself in order to get my goals done even more because I, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to practice self-discipline, mm-hmm. which is very important, which is very hard to do at first. But once you've done it, it's, it I know discipline, I, in a video I sent you guys, um, it gets a bad rap. It's just, it's, it's something that you have to do for yourself because there's nobody else that's going to push you. When we were kids, our parents would tell us, go brush your teeth, go take a shower, go eat. Now we're adults. We have to do it ourselves. So in order for me to continue on, I've made, decided to change how I think of it as, as I have to do this or it's like it's something for me to do. I think of it as like, I get to get up and exercise. I get to walk to work. I get to drink clean water every day. I get to eat lovely vegetables. That makes me feel stronger and keeps me energized. So I'm changing my my mindset in order to keep my habits and my goal, because my end goal is to be healthy and strong. Not just to lose weight, to be healthy and strong. Yeah, I feel if you change the perspective then that's where you could get the motivation to create that habit and stick to it. I had to, I felt like I had to say it differently, especially because some of the things that I have listed that I would like to do, it's a lot of work. So in order for me to stay consistent with it, I have to say, I get to do this. This is what the outcome is going to bring to others in certain cases or to myself and in order for me to stick to it I really have to put that in my mind the benefits the benefits is what I have to think about because it in order to get anywhere you have to work for it work smart but work for it but don't think of it as work think of it as at the end of this this is what I'm going to benefit from or with it um, you do the work now or you pay for it later in pills and hospital bills. 
True. Exactly. True. And it's so funny because my mom tells me that every day. She goes, at your age, I wasn't doing this and this. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, my me. <laughs> <laughs> but what I look back on, and I think people have to understand as well, um, maybe I've made this mistake like too often is I used to be on track and I used to have everything done. I used to have like, I used to train twice a day, like back then. But you have to understand that, okay, fine, things have changed. It's a different time, different place, different situation, different circumstances. And yes, you might have to start back at, you know, square one. But it's good to have these pen to paper if you need to. It is something good to do. Because remember, you know, I'm like I ended like to say, I like to say no first. <laughs> yep. Even if I don't tell her no, I don't do it. <laughs> you know, but I realize no. Um, it it's it's it, you need to change certain things maybe to be able to function to the next level. If you find that you have to start back at square one, you need these little um, incentives that you get, you've given us, Sabina, that that just makes things work. Finally, you know, instead of being stuck. Yeah, because it helps you see if it's working for you or not. Yeah. Because, yes, I could say October wasn't my best month, but I saw what worked and what didn't. So I made adjustments for the next month. You can make adjustments for the next week. Like, I realized that I made some chicken that I didn't like. So I said, okay, I'm not going to make this chicken next week. So that's why being able to actually physically see your goals reminds you of why you're doing this. Yes. And also, I would say for any adult and any kid that's around you, you're the example for the kid. So if you start doing certain things, then your child will see what you're doing and see the progress you're making. And then they'll put that into their lives. I'd have to say the example of my niece, obviously, because um, Abina does so much for herself. When she comes over by me, and she sees me get up and exercise. She's like, okay, let's do this. Cause she does it with her mom anyways. Mm -hmm. So it's just good to give her the habit now. So she doesn't have bad knees later, you know? Yes. yes. Okay. I haven't gotten there with my child yet. Okay. Well, as you do it, she'll get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Break it down and never try and try to make promises to yourself that you, you won't break. Yeah. Yeah. You have to love yourself and remember that you're doing this for yourself. Yes. Because if you don't take care of you, uh, you are not going to be able to take care of anybody else. <laughs> I think just that mindset helps people love yourself enough to. Yeah. If you tell yourself that all the time, then you'll make the effort. Because the thing is, sometimes people do are self self-conscious and they feel like, oh, well... What, what is it going to change if I do this or do that? But you yeah. have to love yourself enough to want to be healthy, to want to look the way you want to look, to do the things that you want to do, to reach for the dreams and goals that you want to. But yes, I love myself and this is why I deserve to do what I have to do to get where I need to go. You have to use the 80-20 rule for sure. Yeah. Just 80% of the time you're following what you've said you would do at 20%, you still, you know, because you still have to enjoy life no matter what. Exactly. You can't everything because then you're going to crave it. So you still have it. You still got to have it. Yeah, exactly. 
Thank you for being with us on another episode of Free Talk. This has been Aya and Shani. Email us your comments and the changes you've added to your lives at freetalk.ca at gmail.com. We're working on small changes and hope you'll join us on leading a better life, healthier lives. And I'd like to thank Abina for joining us once again and giving us her tips and tricks. You can reach Abina on Instagram and Twitter at Abina Moraine. Until the next time, stay safe. Bye. Thank you.